0: Let's go. Hi, guys, and welcome to the Alternative Movement Podcast. My name's Craig, your host, and this is where we talk about everything adaptive training. Today we are joined all the way from America by Dwayne Stevenson. Dwayne, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good, doing
0: good. Awesome. Thank you so if much you... for coming on today. I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. Um, it's lovely British weather. I'm just looking out my window at the moment, and it's absolutely <laughs> uh, hammering, it's hammering it down. It's raining outside, so yeah, it's lovely. How how is it in how is it in Texas?
1: Uh, it's been raining and some days hot and humid. You yeah. you um, can never get used to the Texas weather. Weather, I guess it it'll be <laughs> what it will be when you go outside.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a little bit like over here. We're a bit uh, it's a bit all over the place in the minute. It's a hot one day, cold one day, raining today. So yeah, it's exciting. It's like roulette. Cool. So, um, Dwayne, um, obviously, uh, we started chatting through Instagram. Um, you, you you sort of commented on a few of the things I've been doing with my adaptive training and stuff like that. So, um, I was really interested to uh, get you onto the podcast and so then have a chat with you about sort of what you do in regards to your own training and uh, find out a little bit about yourself. Um, Dwayne, tell me a story. Tell tell me who you are, what you do, um, and a bit about your background.
1: Well, my story pretty much is um. You know, I was um born I think at age of three, I got um tumors in my spine at three, so pretty much um affected my um lower extremities but not my upper body. So I have some capabilities of um of walking. And I just think my mind is, you know, a brother. It's got me into, like, physically training. You know, I didn't think at the time when I was doing it I was going to lead me to other areas of training that I would, you know, follow the path of wanting to compete. And as I got good, I started doing taekwondo, karate. And, you know, I had that kind of brother that um he would have me doing Everything, anything. He, he never really looked at me having a disability. So him and my mom would get into it because they had me doing all kinds of crazy things, going up trees and, you know, <laughs> when I first learned how to swim, he threw me in the pool. You swim or drown. So I had a very exciting childhood. Of well, ju- judging by the
0: conversation we're having right now, you definitely managed to swim then.
1: Yeah, so... so um and I lived in, I grew up and lived in Fairbanks, Alaska. So there wasn't really at that time, that's a, there wasn't really that, you know, one movie theater. It wasn't really that much to do. So we did a lot of training, you know, doing martial arts, lifting weights. And, you know, we just did a lot of stuff. And I remember there was a hill. It was a pretty steep hill. And I would have to drive, I would have to climb the hill. Um, with my crutches you know my legs so it was like I didn't get any um treatment so you know I would just treat it like everybody else was and then I just that's kind of how I learned how to adapt I kind of learned what I was able to do and then what I wasn't able to do I would adapt it in another way that I could Mm -hmm. do it and that's pretty much how my training has been my whole life is you know I um was blessed enough to compete in martial arts. I've won a couple championships and I was blessed to like meet people like from Mortal Kombat and Big Trouble Little Child used to perform. So I really got great at it. I didn't realize I was gonna get that great at it in training. So I just basically you know, I was in an able-bodied sport. There wasn't really any adaptive training. Like, I was probably one of the very few people competing in in lifting weights, physically challenged. So back in my day, it wasn't really that um, relevant. You know, as relevant as it is now, back then, it wasn't Mm -hmm. like that. So I just did stuff because, you know, I was around a lot of able-bodied people. So you know, it's just like this. This is what you do. I didn't know any, any different. You know, as I started, you know, as I started getting older, then I started seeing a lot more. You know, people physically challenged. Yeah. starting to, to do sports. I, had, I. Some people think sometimes I'm like, you know, they say like, you're the Godfather because you like things that everybody's doing now. You were doing. You know, you weren't really, you know, thinking about it. You, you didn't have, you know, you didn't have a a choice, you know, because I was around, I was around literally able-bodied people. And then yeah. I learned how to train. I learned how to train them. Like my coaches made me learn how to train people. That's where I think people are like, they'll look at me and be like, even when they come to me, like, How can you train somebody? Well, I'm like, well, you looked at my videos and you see what I do this, that's a crazy question. I said, maybe now it's just, you know, people judge you by appearance instead of what you're capable of doing. So I try to let people know that regardless if I'm not at your level walking, I'm still Able to teach—that's that's that's my job. If I'm not able to do that, then Mm. I shouldn't be doing that. Just like because I had to start learning to train physically challenge people, which wasn't very—it wasn't—it was easier than I thought it would be because the ones that I trained, they wanted to learn, and you know, they couldn't. That's when it came into play for me to where I could adapt things for them, like you know. if certain people like you know some couldn't use their hands, you know I would you know put a little tape, a little dumbbell, you know, a little light weight, in there to have them throwing punches. You know, it just was one of those things where I started learning how to train physically challenged, which I was surprised that I adapted to it quickly because I'd never really had trained any individuals. Mm. Um, physically challenged and I try to tell people that I've mostly trained predominantly able-bodied people because that's all that I was ever around growing up my my life. So that's how I learned how to coach and learn the technique and properly how to do it. I think I tell everybody it doesn't matter if you have a disability or not. If you're going to be a trainer, you need to know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. I mean, being, being, a, being a good teacher and um, being a good coach doesn't necessarily mean you can perform as well as your athletes. Um, it's exactly. just the ability to be able to get them or get the best out of that athlete, and uh, being able to teach and have good coaching cues um, to be able to obviously pull that, exactly. that big performance from people. That's amazing. So you, um, so you obviously when you started out, you started out training able-bodied people, which is kind of like the. Uh, the opposite to myself um i'm sort of like an able-bodied person training people with uh, disabilities in the in an adaptive way and uh, likewise with yourself it's sort of the other way around um where you're um, you're training able-bodied people to start off with so how, how did you find that how do you find that when people first came to you um i know now you've probably built um, quite a good reputation, and from what I've seen from your Instagram page and the people you train, uh, it looks pretty cool. So I don't think you need to really explain yourself anymore. Um, but how did you find? <laughs> how, how did you? How did you find that um, in the initial stages of like an able-bodied person coming to you to train? Was Was there any like friction? Was there any reluctance for them to train with you because of the fact that you was in a wheelchair or that you needed walking aid?
1: Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked me that question because I I don't I don't get ask that question you know i find i get a lot of unnecessary friction and i kind of as as a coach as a trainer i i have a really um if you ever meet me I'm, i'm pretty just laid back relaxed person you know do my job and help you and then i have people like you know trying to challenge me or like well how do you know this, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, you haven't really trained with me yet, so you're making all these assumptions and you haven't trained with me. And I just had people um, kind of not believe in me, so kind of test me. So I had to get to the point to where I had to go, as we said, back in the days of training, you know, um, I kind of had to get a little barbarian with my training with people so they understood when they came train with me, the ones that were testing me realized like, oh, it's like if you pay me to do a job and you see my Instagram and you see the people around me, because most of the guys that I are around me are like just physical beast. These are people Mm -hmm. that I've trained. So if you're seeing the people that I'm training, why are you asking me these crazy questions if you're not i think it's one of those things where i try to tell people it's like i think people have gotten so caught up with the muscle and fitness and crossfit like you got to be ripped, cut up and all that and it's like you got to look at a person from the inside because you can look the greatest and not be able to to do the thing that you're supposed to do like you could look like that but you can't Transfer that to teach somebody how to do that. I understand the mechanics of doing it. And if yeah. you listen to me and take it step by step, I can get you the same place that I've gotten other guys. But then I had to learn over time from a lot of people, my mentors, is that it's like I might not be the coach for you and I may not look the way that you want me to. And you know what? That's okay. But let me do my job. And if if it's a problem with my appearance, I'm okay with that. Then you know what? Then you find another trainer to train. Because at the end of the day, I, I'm here to get results, and I get them. You just might not get them with me. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I just try to go to the next where I tell people where physical fitness should be more of, um, of from coming from the inside. I know everybody looks great on that on the outside, but. That doesn't mean they're the greatest at what they do. They just probably good at making themselves look like that. But I'm like you just said, I'm in the point where I have the formula, hmm. and you know, you just have to be comfortable with me or not comfortable with me. I'm okay either way with it. It's just like let me do my job or find somebody that you're comfortable with to do your job and I find that I I but and I tell people I butt, butt heads with so many people in the business because they're saying you shouldn't be doing this and I'm like why because I'm physically challenged it's like I understand the mechanics of the body and you know I'm blessed now because a lot of the people that train with me and train with me I actually will come on and tell them like he had no choice. He had to learn how to teach. It's not like he's trying to perpetrate, you know, being a coach. This is yeah. we made him learn how to teach. Because, you know, back in, you know, my and I just be honest, you know, I was I was born in 1964. So I grew up in the 70s, 60s, 70s, and the 80s. And when back then there wasn't there wasn't very many physically challenged people. Um doing sports or, you know, or at least doing the stuff that I was doing. So, you know, I didn't I didn't have a choice. It's like, you know, now everything you see, every, you know, you see physically challenged people. And I'm happy to see that. Never thought I said they were there doing everything. There was a time back in my day there wasn't really, you know, you know, wheelchair basketball. There wasn't really that much going on. So you kind of had to find your own niche. Or yeah. get around people that would push you, and that's kind of the way I am. So I always tell people it's like, you know, when I'm not training, I'm always studying and learning. And I'm I'm no better than the next person, but I'm saying as a as an as a coach to an athlete, you can only get so much from a coach, and then sometimes you have to go step out somewhere else and get another push and i and i feel like um i'm that that guy that challenges people but i think i think people have to get past the stereotypes and cause i think sometimes they feel like i tell people i feel like sometimes you just want me to wheel myself in a corner and just stare out a window and that's not going to happen <laughs> you know because we can we we can live life we can do things that you do we might have to adapt a different way but as they don't ever allow anybody to tell you that you can't do it because they think you can't do it mm. and you just have to learn now i always tell people physically tell them quite no speak up for yourself if you don't agree with somebody saying it, let them know because that's just their opinion you know opinions are everywhere mm-hmm. you know if you want if you want to do this you want to do that then um do it. So i just try to be the I just try to be the best coach and if you come to me I'm going to try to you know get you the results and I, and I, and I and I try to not just physically but I mentally and spiritually try to connect with everybody I train cuz I say there's more training is more than just about physical physicality hmm. there's that mental and inner part and I try to Teach that to everybody I train because um if you don't teach that to them, then I always believe people will find a way to, you know, I can't do this. Well, there's other ways to do it. Don't mm. give up. So I really try to, you know, teach people that um, you know, I know what I'm doing, and you you said that I'm glad you asked me that question, because I tell people. When they say stuff to me, I say, you know what? Go look at my business page and and you see and you can't you come to me, all those people that you see, I train them. They're not other people's videos. These are people oh, that yeah, i no, train. I've,
0: I've seen them, they they they're absolute beasts. A lot of people on your yeah, videos.
1: So you see, and, yeah, um... you see them and you come to train with me, you're gonna see the very mm-hmm. same individuals that you um see on videos, but I always try to tell them, Craig, is like when you look at them, understand this: they are where you are. When you came in the door, they started right here. Mm-hmm. So this there wasn't a magical thing they come in and they just do that. But what I what I say to them is, look at where they they're at. And some of the guys I train will will even you know, which I'm blessed for that fact is they're very supportive. Like if I'm training people, they'll let them know like. Yeah, when we started, it was it was rough. You know, you'll find out if this is the type of training you want to do. And if it is, we support each other. Coaches taught us that we support each other, we help each other. It's not just about our journey, it's about when other people come in here, they're they're taking that journey. So, you know, I I I'm blessed with that fact that they um they show support to The new people, like, it's okay if you got to sit out. There's no, you know, try to get out of that mentality where people call people wimps or you're not good enough. I, I try to remove that vocabulary. I say if you need to sit down, catch your breath. Sit down and catch your breath. It's okay. And as you do it, you'll gradually, your cardio will get better, your strength will get better, and then eventually you'll be able to zoom through the workout. So I try to make sure that there's, they don't have that pressure to think they have to compete at that level when your body's not you know, used to that. And I'm, I'm not a drill sergeant and I'm not trying to kill you.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, everyone comes on at different levels and sometimes it is hard, even for myself as a coach, like to, to have people come into, um, come into maybe a group session. And um, I'll have people that have been training with me you know, for 10 plus years, people that have been training for five years, people that have been training for five months, some have been training for a week and everyone's at different levels, different stages of their development. And um, and especially when you have new people come on, sometimes it's tough. They go, they don't believe in themselves that they're going to ever get to that level. But it's uh, it's about having that consistency. And as you say, like just tra- training is not about coming and throwing some weights at that. It's about having that mental fortitude as well. So it's about developing a strong mindset because um, we're, we're only with, potentially that client for an hour, two, three hours a week, like the rest of the time, they're by themselves. They've got to have that ability to take what you've taught them and apply that throughout the week, whether that's training, whether that's uh, little daily habits, um, nutrition, any any of these little things. Um, yeah, so what would you say... Um, I think that's a good question. What would you say your uh, your top tips like to develop or st- developing like sort of mental fortitude within some of
1: your clients? Uh, I think I think one of my top t- tips is is I always and I even say it at times when speaking that I always tell people like before you come train mentally get your mind prepared for that journey and is understand that when you come it's going to be a it's going to be a, it's going to be a struggle we can't we can't avoid the struggle and then people look at me struggles your struggles will make you stronger and and um, get you to the next level and i just tell people when you come in the door Come in, come in as yourself and just don't expect any 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 type of miracle. Just come in and and be focused every day and be driven and do the work. And that's the most important thing. Even on the days that you're not driven and your mind is telling you, just you know talk to yourself and say, you know what? I, I may not want to go in today, but I need to go in today. And work out. It's just one of those things where I don't want to go in. So it's not like you're in feeling bad. So I just, and I tell people just always think positive, um, get the negativity out. And it's, it's so crazy when I train people that are overweight or they come train with me and say, well, first of all, that was then, this is now. So let's focus on what we can do now. To, to better. always think of now, never think of the past. And those are just a few of the things that I try to teach people when they come in to train with me. And then I'll even share, you know, some of my stories. You know, me as I say, you know what, I'm a coach. And I know some coaches don't like to do this, but I'm a coach and I'm not perfect. I have my struggles. So sometimes I share my struggles and my thoughts. With my clients, and they'd be like, Oh, yeah. I say, Yeah, you know, everybody keeps thinking that I'm a monster. I have my moments. You don't get to see them, but let you know that I have my moments too. And the things that I'm telling you, I have to tell myself, you know, that hey, you haven't, you haven't one of those moments, work through it. Mm. Cause everything is mental. So I tell people, always, Think positive, remove the negativity, and just focus on each and every day what you are capable of doing, and then just grow from there. And I think that's a lot of the. I think glad you asked. I think in training because I tell a lot of people, they say, "Oh man, the physicalities." I say, "No, if you don't got no mental, you're gonna have a problem." And I teach all my individuals mental conditioning because. That's the most important thing, because when you get to a point where you're thinking you can't and you mentally haven't been conditioned, you're going to think that you can't. But then you understand if you're mentally conditioned, it, this is part of the process. This is just what I have to go through. So I have to work through it so I can get to the um, to the next level. I try to make training very simple, and I think that's why a lot of people love training with me because you know they get around people that use all these big words, and I said no, it's just I'm very simple. Make mm-hmm. it clear for you. You don't have to have big long words to make it understand. I make it simple for you to understand, so that way you can do what you need to do, and not really try to um, figure it out.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with it. I've, I've always had the uh, the phrase of if you can't teach it to a five year old, then um, it's not worth teaching. <laughs> I think it's important. <laughs> Keep it simple. Like you know your stuff. You clearly know your stuff, and uh, I, I know my stuff. And all we're going to do is we're going to be trying to uh, we we're, we're trying to show if we was going to go into using crazy big words of how smart we are and how much we know about training. But really, is that important for our clients to know? Not always. So yeah, keeping it simple, keeping it simple is, um, is uh, I think, I think key, I think key for getting the best out of people. Um, so for yourself, how have you, how have you adapted your own training? Obviously, um, this is something you've lived with since a, a very young age. So I suppose to you, you've not really had to adapt as such as it's always just something you've known and the way you've been. So, um, yeah. And how, uh, and how did you also find that within like, uh, martial arts and competing, um, because you competed in like the the, the able body category,
1: so to speak. Um, I think for me, because back then, um, I was um, I was on crutches, so mm. the, the, the 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 thing of it, the the thing of it was is I just just to make it clear. Um, I think in. It was 20. um, I think it was 2014. I got sick. Up until then, I had went to the hospital. Up until then, I had been on crutches most of my life. If you go like see videos, and so my adapt the way that I adapted is training is a lot of all the strikes and kicks. I had to do on my crutches, so literally, people imagine like so. When you see you do kata, so the way they adapted is my movement, the way that I move, like individuals can move like moving to the sideways, just diff- different kind of ways to move to for um, fast action. And one of the ways that my my legs got really strong was. There was. There's times when I'm in the the gym, and I and I try to emphasize this to people because I always hear people saying, "Um, make, make Dojo, karate." I actually trained in a real live Okinawan karate, like it was um, legit. We mm-hmm. were twelve ounce skis. I remember at times I had to stand in a horse stance position for like 30 minutes. Now imagine that, 30 minutes, I'm on crutches. <laughs> so I'm supporting my whole body. I know, I'm standing there.
0: When, when I was younger, you I, did, um, I, did, I did do karate for a while. Uh, Gojiroo, karate. Yeah. Um, I'm not massively experienced, just to, uh, for the record, by the way, I've done it for a couple of years, but um, yeah, I do know some of the stuff you're talking about and I could imagine yeah. that that horse stance position, not easy.
1: And then I'm throwing punches, you know, I'm throwing reverse punch. I'm doing inside, outside block. And then the the and this is where I learned about, um, I'll give you, I never share this much. I'll give you the thing. And then I would spar with my crutches. I would put foam pads on them. And I can remember, I could tell you, for this, and this is, this is true, because they'll, they'll tell you this, I would spar. And if they got a hold of my crutches, they would grab my crutches and throw me to the ground and start kicking me. So, you know, it's (laughs) like, so I had to learn how to defend and get up. So Mm -hmm. they weren't, like, letting me up. So this is the point where, you know, this is the point where a lot of the, you know, because, you know, the difference now, Craig, is everything we do can be documented and videotaped. Back in my day, we didn't have the computers in the internet. So, you know, it's basically, you know, newspaper or just you're around a lot of people. So, a lot of people in um, Alaska, um, they know, like, you know, they would see me on my crutches. This is like, I, I lived like two miles from the school and people just shake their head. And I used to walk two miles home from training on my crutches through the woods so it's like people go like wow like you yeah you don't understand and people say "Dwayne has been doing this before this stuff even started it was because of just what he did hmm. did i ever think that it would be to a level where and i i love it that where i see people in wheelchairs and crutches doing the stuff that i've been doing now i actually visually Visualize and see it, and it's a beautiful thing because people are now believing that they can do anything that they want to do, and that's the thing that with me back in the day, I never was told I couldn't do it. I was told to do it. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. a big difference when somebody's telling you to do something, and my coach told me, like, if you're gonna come train here, you're gonna train. If you're gonna play the, the back then he said if you're going to play the, the handicap card he said this is not going to be the gym for you <laughs> and he meant it and you know and I started getting good and then the thing of it was is when I was competing when I started it, it this is something I'll tell you it's interesting is like if you went to a tournament and you won nobody would ask you how many people you competed against they would just accept, okay, Craig won. But if I win and won, and people be like, okay, well, you got you got third place. So I'm figuring there was only three people in the division. Mm. And when I was winning third place, I was in the division with literally thirty people in my division. And then they just look at me like, well, there was thirty people, and I just happened to stand out Mm. for some reason, you know, because when we train at the gym, we train. Like I would, when I got out of school, I would spend two hours, you know, we'd spend two hours training. Then I grew up doing wrestling school. So, you know, I just, I just learned so much because I wanted to be, I just wanted to be active. So Mm. I didn't, I didn't see any limitations myself was if there were certain things I couldn't do, they're always finding other ways for me to do things. so I never felt limited and that's what mm-hmm. I tried to and I guess with my mindset sometimes I have to I have to cool out and know I'm getting older that I, I can't do some <laughs> of the things that I, I used to do but it's it's cool to be teaching other people things that I used to do, and, and you know see them excel. Sometimes yeah. you just have to know you just have to know that your body's just not gonna do but I'm I'm proud of the things that I've accomplished in my life because I guess it'd be real truthful there just there was nobody watching me. And I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to get I wasn't trying to get people to say, okay, that's good. I, I wasn't really doing that. I just I really wanted to do, yeah I wanted to do all that I could do to um you know and enjoy life. And then, you know, even as a as a coach, I've worked with, you know, which is which is a beautiful thing. I've worked with world-class athletes, fighters, people like UFC, I've consulted, I've helped people. So people are still sitting there, like, and so you have to understand, I've been in the game for 40 years. Part of that was competing, learning. And then like what you just said, I found out that I was much, not taking anything as an athlete, but I understand I was much better as a coach helping people Hmm. than I could really ever be. You know, me competing as an athlete and and getting punched or hit just show people like, okay, he's experienced it. He knows what he's talking about. And that's the point when I tell somebody I understand. They understand that I understand. I'm not just saying, or oh, you know, mm-hmm. if you get punched, it's, you know, <laughs> it's going to kind of like, it's no. Gonna, it's going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, if you get punched, you might you might have somebody waking you up telling you that you got knocked out. So me, you know, um, firsthand experiencing all of this, and I even tell people, you know, when I train people in, in, in wheelchairs, or they're so fascinated with my life. And I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. That's it. just mm. in my time. The stuff that you guys were doing, doing now, they weren't doing back in my day. I wasn't getting the support that you're getting now. Mm. And so now I can tell you that, I can share my experiences, and then i can I can help you even more because I understand where you're at. It's just I didn't have the the support in all these organizations that are out now back in my day, so you know just showing people, don't use an excuse for why you can't do anything because I did it anyway, and you said the key word: I did it for myself because. If I didn't do it, there was nothing else for me to do. Hmm. You know, they didn't have any other avenues for people physically challenged, didn't really have that many sport opportunities. I was just blessed to have a brother. I was blessed to be around a lot of people that pretty much pushed me and helped me and didn't let me fall back on my disability and say, okay, we're going to do this. But, you know, you're going to do it different. Mm. And, and, and
0: you can definitely and, see that within people with disabilities. Like, um, I think the key, the key part of it is that support network in your family. And uh, I've seen it with many people I've worked with. And uh, and just, just the mindset of the individual and the sort of uh, the family or, or group they have around them and the way they behave. So if you have, like... Um, a family that are uh, exactly as yours like no there's, you're going to do it exactly how we're doing it um the same with your coach your coach when you you came into the gym he said uh if you're going to use your disability as a reason why you can't do things then this ain't the gym for you so um you're going to fight you're going to train you're going to you're going to you work out exactly as we're <laughs> going to work out and uh, i think that's 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 a, a key part and it's the uh, the social the social impact that uh, it has on the individual
1: That's what I liked about your, when I seen your, your page, I don't, I don't really see very many individuals and you know what, this is going to really blow your mind. You're actually the first person. And this is being truthful that has, you know, actually communicated with me because I've reached out to other adaptive, they have some adaptive um, organizations here and, you know, they don't, reach you know they don't respond back to me what i'm what i'm trying to tell everybody is look i have a fountain full of knowledge Mm. and i can share this knowledge to help others that you know want to learn different things or you know just you know different coaching we have to learn Mm. craig how to work together. And I tell people all the time, if we can't work together, then let's not let work together. Because this ain't about, it's not like, this ain't the Dwayne show. We're not gonna get in the room and everybody's just gonna listen and do what I say. But what it is, if we all can get in the room together with all this knowledge, we can make such a big difference Mm. to help everybody instead of trying to just make it about you so there's a, I've reached out to a lot, and I'm just telling them, like, hey, uh, I'm here, and I want to help. There's so many things that need to know, like, you know, you got to start making physically challenged people aware of, you know, survival. It's getting bad out there. And it's not about fighting. Just teach them simple, be aware of where you're at. Hmm. Pay attention to people you know, there's this, when you're not paying attention or looking, you're not really knowing what to look for. And then, you know, physical fitness put a twist. So I was, I was quite impressed when you responded back to me because we, mm. we have to start learning how to work together and stop trying to be like, this is my area because mm. all you're doing is you're cheating. You're cheating people out of, so much more because you don't always have the answer. And that's one of the things my coach always told me. I don't care if you train with other people because there'll be other people out there that know things that I don't know. Be willing mm-hmm. to open your mind and learn. Oh, and I've always yeah. liked that. Yeah, and no, I always tell
0: people... I'm oh, sorry, I keep cutting you off. <laughs> go on, carry on.
1: No, no, that's okay. No, I just always tell people that, um, you know, I, I get it that I haven't really worked a lot with, you know, adaptive clients, that doesn't mean I can't, you know, and I guess you're giving me this platform. It's just when I grew up training, those were the only people that I was around. So my coach said, well, you're going to have to learn how to train them. And when new people come in the class, I would be the one that had to teach them the basics and everything else. So I just feel like we have to learn to work together. And I always tell people because because I'm very humble and people mm. always go find out I've been in magazines and stuff. And I said that's that's not why I do it what I I got in those magazines simply because I do great work. Mm. I put I put all the trying to say, I'm Dwayne. I've done this. Like, you'll be surprised at the people and the legends that I know. And I tell them it's not about that. But like I said, I've been in the game 40 years. And I got a lot of knowledge. And I want to share that knowledge. I want to I pass that knowledge on. I want to start, you know, even if there's physically challenged, adapted athletes that want to compete in martial arts to do that. You're, you're looking at the guy that can help him do that. Mm. It's like because I, I I'm I'm at an age where I'm not. I tell people I'm comfortable being a coach. I did everything that I could possibly do competing, and training. Now I want to help others, and you and I will both understand. I can't do both. Mm. It just ain't. If I wanted to be an athlete and be a coach, no, I want to be a coach, and I want to coach people to be great. I, I have no. Fantasies of <laughs> doing. I did everything. I left something, a legacy, is something that my grandchildren can be proud of, look back on. This is what my grandfather did. So hopefully that'll let them know that anything they want to do in life, mm. they can do in life. It doesn't have to be, you know, the path that I came down. But yeah, I just, I really, I really want to eventually someday. Travel the world and share my knowledge and help Mm. other people and learn from other people. Because I tell people every day, Craig, I'm always learning. Please stop getting it twisted. Like I, I I know I'm I'm still learning and I'm open to learn because it only makes me better if I'm my mind is open. To and then you, like I said, when I looked at your your Instagram, I I just I, I I just believe it or not, I learned a lot of just looking at the pictures and your videos, I'm I'm all about learning getting better. Mm. Not judging. I tell people is it, it if it works and, and then I see you have a love for it and and that, that's why I have much respect for you because I don't see a lot of people really trying to train individuals mm. to to be great. And I tell people that sometimes You got to be a little hard. And it's not that you got to be rude. You just have to let people know, hey, it's not easy. You know, I got here and it wasn't easy for me. So I'm telling you, it's not going to be easy for you, but embrace it and you'll get better.
0: Hmm yeah oh no 100 100 i think we've all got stuff to learn and um i'm I, 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 to the day i die i think i could still learn something like and i think soon as you sort of close yourself off and you say um okay right i know everything now I, i'm not open to any new suggestions um that's when you're not going to do very well especially in this industry and um <coughs> excuse me um with a lot of my clients i would never I w- similar to how your coach probably um, addressed you, I would never make them feel like their disabilities are going to hold them back in life, and that exactly. there's, always, there's always an alternative way to do things, and that's why I wanted to create my page, Alternative Movement, just because of many conversations I've had with my clients, because uh, this is I've, this is not something I've been doing for a little while, It's something I've been doing for years now, um, but I've only really been sort of like building this online presence sort of this past year, um, just because I felt there was a need for it and, and not just for myself or for my clients, but for, for other coaches as well. I wanted to share my knowledge of what I've, what I've learned and teach other coaches. Um, a lot of people said to me, was I worried about helping other coaches and, and even coaches I've had in the podcast and, and spoke to who work with other similar people to me. And they said, are you, are you not worried about sort of like, uh, cause there's always been this sort of like resistance within personal trainers of uh, sharing information or sharing uh, uh, sort of potential avenues of picking up work. But I think within, within disabilities is super important because there's not a lot of information out there. And uh, we've all got one goal. You've got the same goal as me. I've got the same goal as you, and that's to help people and leave a legacy. And, and I think that's one way how we can make our mark in this world. It doesn't matter how much money we make or how much things we have or possessions. I think the one way that we can leave our mark is by the people we've helped and the people we've
1: inspired along the way. That's very true. Very true.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So um, yeah, I think I think we're sort of uh we're definitely on the same on the same wavelength.
1: Knowledge um, is key. And I love sharing. And I think, you know, I'm getting even to the point now that I'm actually getting a couple of guys that I'm interested in um wanting to be coaches under me. And I kinda I'm kinda honored because I want to share that knowledge. I always tell the guys, I don't I don't have no secrets. It's just it's just how well you're able to process everything I'm giving you. The, more, the, the better you process and pick it up, the more I can teach you. But I won't teach you anymore until you get the basics of what I'm telling you. And I know you understand it in the mechanics. Then when I know you got that, then I'll, I'll feed you a little more. And I'll feed you a little, a little more. But you know, I got to make sure that you understand everything and understand like everybody, body don't work the same. And if you find yourself in this situation, you and I love that word. I've always used it. You got to learn to adapt. You got to mm. learn to adapt in any situation. And I say, tell people take that to heart because I've had to learn to adapt in any situation. And the funny thing of it is is sometimes I've had to learn to adapt at that very moment. And mm-hmm. when, once you can get used to, to doing that, I think that's what makes you a great coach. When you when you get to a point, you can um, put something together. And I think as coaches, we should all look well. I mean, if I share something with you and it helps you be a better coach, then I'm blessed and happy I could do that for you. And if you can share something with me and help me be a better coach, then I, I'm, I'm blessed for that. And I think we have to understand is like we all have our own circle. So it's not like we all work in the same circle. So if you give me knowledge, it's going to be I'm, I'm going to stay in my lane, mm. meaning me and I. I'm 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 this is where this is the area that I train in and I'm going to continue to train in this area but if you can add a few things to my toolbox to help me be better fine but we just have to learn that we're all in this together I try to tell people all the time Craig because trainers say well look I don't have any I don't have any secrets I say I, I share my knowledge but um At the end of the day, you know, if you're not willing to share, you're going to miss out Mm. because you're going to miss out because you're not, you're going to be, man, I'm not going to tell you. But then I tell everybody what makes me a great trainer and nobody gets it. It's a simple word, Greg. I said, I'm always evolving. That's why I'm good. Some of y'all don't want to evolve. Some of you all want to stay somewhere and hold secrets and say, I'm always evolving. I'm always getting better. I never stay in one spot because I know that spot will change. It can change and it'll change. So we have to keep going with the time. I think that's what's made me great. Even now as a, as, as a trainer of my age, people still say, people still know who you are because I'm I'm evolving. I'm open to people to conversate with me, ask me questions. I'm not a hermit. I don't close myself up and say, okay, well, you want to sit down with me? You got to drop five bills to talk to me. I I say I'm not that kind of person. Uh, We are giving knowledge, and I think it's our responsibility to share, to help these younger trainers. Because I know you know these younger trainers are coming out Man, and I've seen some of the stuff they're doing, and it's not cool. And sometimes I don't say nothing, but if somebody says something to me, I'll tell them, like, um, there's no such thing as a new school. I'm old school, but I learn new techniques. I don't try to do anything that's going to jeopardize or hurt a client if I haven't done it. Just because you get a thing in your head doesn't mean it's going to work. And I see that today with all these young, new clients. They do all these crazy tricks, but um, at the (laughs) end of the day...
0: That's the culture we live in with, uh, with the Instagram and, uh, the Instagram fitness influencers as well. Um, this, this is a conversation, this is a conversation I was having with someone the other day, actually. Um, so um, yeah. I teach, I teach personal training courses. So I actually, um, teach other coaches to become coaches. Um, and now one of my issues with, uh, a lot of the courses this day and age, they, there's, there's online courses, you know, you can pass them within six, six to 10 weeks, these online courses. And, um, Essentially, these coaches are just learning, you know, the basics, the anatomy and physiology, um, which, you know, as a coach, I know this stuff and I'm sure you do. And how often has a client asked you how the heart works? How often has a client asked you? So I feel like personal training courses uh, need to be developed and and specifically the one I teach, um, it's a little bit different. And that's why I like it, because. Um, the guys they take away the paperwork they do the anatomy and physiology by themselves Um, and what I teach them in them four hours every single Saturday is how to apply training so how to program how to how to progress someone's training um, how to adapt their training how to run a class how to run an effective warm-up and and keep it simple. Don't don't reinvent that's the wheel. Great. Like strength training is like it, it's strength training strength training. You don't need to do these fancy things with bands and all these crazy different different workouts. Like these 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 methods work. Like follow these methods. Yes, you can have your own stamp on it and how you coach it and how you cue it. But um, I think that's ultimately it. It's, it's these these PT courses. They're just they're just putting out trainers that are not well equipped. To, to, to train people they're just coming into the industry without that ability to to program and how to and they, and some of them don't even know how to train themselves like they, they might not know how cer- certain workouts feel like the other day we got uh, some of the guys doing um sprint drills and, and, and unless you've done a sprint a sprint drill or like a max effort drill you don't know how that feels that's that's tough like imagine you program someone like i don't know sprints one minute sprint with a 30 second off like you wouldn't know how that feels at lot which is very very hard to get a max effort max effort drill doing that um but I think it's I think it's important to get these coaches to experience different types of training in order to to know oh oh Jesus I shouldn't really be programming my client this because of how I feel if you know what I mean so live by the code as you said live by the code and uh, and and practice what you preach because ultimately that's going to make you a better coach Very true. So, for yourself, um, what I know you obviously mentioned you want to travel the world um, and pass your knowledge on. So, what would your ambitions be for that? Have you got anything set up? Have you got anything? Are you, are you looking at maybe working in other gyms around the world? Um, would you like to do like talks, lectures?
1: Yeah, you know that's that's what um. That's what I'm doing now. Probably most of the main reason I have the um, it, this Instagram that I have set up is more. I, I think it's more. I'm showing, training, and sharing knowledge, and you know, basically, you know, wanting people to know that um, I bring, I bring some, I bring a different. Mindset. That's why I call it, you know, monster methods. Because I'm I'm blessed to be able to work with different individuals, and I and I try to explain to people, you know, I've I've worked with so many fighters. I've worked with um, SWAT. I actually did a a training course for some um, Navy SEAL trainees, like guys that were getting ready to do the training. They brought them in the gym. And I, like you said, I do that max effort, 30 seconds. And, you know, like that, and, you know, guys are like laid out on the ground. And this is, this is, this is, this is what it's supposed, this is what it feels like when your body's being pushed. So I try to, you know, bring different avenues and and also motivational speaking. I I think most of all, I just want to share stuff. Why have my, the, the Instagram, you know, I don't really care. I tell everybody, I say, well, you don't really have a lot of people. I say, you know what? I don't really care about how many people I have, but I, that, that's I'm blessed of how many people are interacting Mm -hmm. that, um, are listening to what I'm saying or send me a message and be like, I say there, there, there's so much to training and I want to, um, Share that with everybody. Whether it's, um, you know, working with fighters, working in law for, look working with somebody in entertainment, I want to be able to um, share. that. My one day is actually, I tell people to to open up, and people trip. I say, open up a small gym, a nice little gym that can focus on people's needs and not so much trying to fill the whole gym up. You get, be able to focus and help people. And I just, um, and I've been in like, a lot of people don't know because there's so many, I've been, I was in like, I was like spotlighted in um, Men's Fitness Magazine as one of the trainers around the world. And I just think it's, I just think a lot of people don't really know about me because everybody always tell me I'm like a, a underground cult, you know, with the cult, like with the workouts, you know, I have my own following. And Mm -hmm. so I'm hoping to get people to understand that, um, I can help you from just the everyday person to a professional athlete, to military that I'm able to, work on wide ranges of helping people. I'm not just able to just work with one sort of person. And I would love to eventually, you know, work with um, adaptive individuals that might want to, you know, try that kind of training because it's like they want to be pushed a little more. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I work every day. I'm putting stuff together where nothing crazy, just people like you know, I, I'm so impressed when I say all these obstacle courses now. I, I, I'm i impressed that people are even opening their minds up enough to let adaptive individuals do that stuff, because they should be able to. You just have to make it to where, you know, they can do it. So I definitely just want to get up and share my knowledge. And by you, appreciate you, by me, you having me on your platform. I give people a, a real understanding. Of 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 who I am, I'm a very humble guy. Like people say, you're too. No, because humble gets you further than running your mouth. Mm-hmm. And then you you know, I want people to understand that I'm just like you. I'm just I'm just an everyday person that love what I do, and I'm trying to get better every day. And if I can help you get better, the way for you to do it, and it's amazing, Craig, that sometimes when people find out who I am to be like, you don't talk about that. Cause it's, it's nothing really to talk about. I'm, that's not going to, that's not going to make you get better in training. It just lets you know where I come from mm-hmm. and let you understand that I know what I'm doing and that, that, that's not going to make you better. What's going to make you better is me taking the time to, to train you. And push you. I want to keep. I just want to keep doing what I'm doing. you you can. It's never over till it's over. So I'm just hoping like more people will understand that I'm just just a guy that was blessed that I was. I had the right circle of people around me at a time when they didn't have any sports back then, really, hmm. for um you know, disabled people. They didn't have that. Now they have it. And now I feel like, hey, whatever I can do to help and, and learn. And, and, you know, I just, I, I want to be a, a role model, not just a role model, but help people, inspire people to understand, like, this is something that I've been doing and I've been blessed to excel at it. So just think, you can do the same thing whatever path, that you want to take. You just have to forget the opinions. And I'm glad you asked me that earlier on because there's a lot of people that aren't for me. And I want people to understand that. it's And it's not a bad thing. You just have to learn that I ignore it. The moment you feed into it, it's not their problem. It's your problem. It's no longer. So you got to realize, like, keep doing what you're doing. Because sometimes I just feel like, You might agree. I just tell people, some people are just unhappy with themselves and they would be happier if they could have other people be unhappy with them. And I don't do that. It's like, if anything, I try to tell people, look, find your passion. And I think that's the problem with people. People just think it's supposed to, no, find your passion, find out what it is you really want to do. And do it. And I know this is what I really want to do. I want to be able to see the world, share my knowledge, and learn from other people, and and and, and be a blessing to other people. As people, you've been a blessing to me because I've never done a. This is my first podcast. I've never done a podcast. So I wouldn't have the. I was always interested, in, you know, what a podcast is. But you know, a lot of people like I, I have a beautiful story and and i'm and I'm and there's a lot of people talking to me about trying to do a docum, you know a documentary movie on my life and people are really i fascinated you know more with what I did than I did. It's just like I was a kid and I wanted to have fun and I wanted to you know do things I never thought of. This being a, you know, the end result of it being great, and I would get this far, you know, you only, you can only go as far as you believe. So, you know, I just, um, you know, I'm gonna keep, you know, I'm gonna keep pushing, and you know, I, I have respect seeing guys like you doing what you're doing because, in my days, I never even thought this was would be capable of happening. Hmm. I would like to be honest with you, I would one day, if I just find the right time and person, I would like to do one of those adapt, adaptive functional CrossFit. People would be like, still got a little in me, just, just something fun to try.
0: Oh man, yeah, so, with, that, that'd be awesome.
1: Yeah, win or lose, I just want to be able to be out there and say, <laughs> you know what, I got to I got the experience falling out again in a new level. <laughs>
0: and I think that's, a, as you just mentioned, with like the CrossFit, um, I think that's one of the places the adaptive athletes are really getting some spotlight at the moment. Um, I don't know if you followed the games this year, but uh, there were some crazy guys on there, man, like doing some crazy stuff, like um, someone with one arm climbing a rope. Like,
1: <laughs> I could barely climb a rope, and I've got two arms. <laughs> Yeah. I saw that girl. You probably seen her too. The one that was doing the I think she was doing the cleans with one arm that was struggling. That oh, was uh,
0: the one leg, yeah. So her Instagram name is um oh, I forgot it
1: now.
0: <laughs> her one leg to stand on, her Instagram name is. I think that's yeah, the one. Yeah, she was curious, she
1: so. was um she was amazing. I was like mm. I was like that 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 that's that that's mental there. That that that's the beauty when you can see the mental part kick in. Mm. When the Because people don't understand. It's a beautiful thing when you see the mental part kick in when the physical isn't there anymore and mm. it's all mental.
0: He didn't give up. And uh, that's what I say to people. Like, if I'm coaching someone and they're going in for a lift and the, a lot of times people go, oh, I'm probably not going to be able to lift this. And i go, right, step back, step back. We need to have a conversation. Because as soon as you go in with that <laughs> attitude of, I'm not going to be able to lift this, You're probably not going to be able to lift it because you've told yourself you're not going to be able to lift it. Whenever I go up to a big lift, if I'm going for a PB, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm having a conversation in my head at that point. And uh, some of the words I'm using are probably uh, a bit aggressive. But essentially, essentially I'm saying I'm going to pick that weight up and throw it through the ceiling um, in my mind. Because you have to to go in with that attitude. Like like if you're going into a – imagine you're going into an MMA fight or, or BJJ. Like if you go in and go, oh, that guy's probably going to kick my ass. Like he's probably going to kick your ass, but you're going to go, you're going to <laughs> yeah. battle. You're going in there, you're going to war. But like if you have that image in your head that you're going to kill that other person, obviously you have a mutual respect for the other athlete. However, in that moment, you're going to kill that person. Like you need to go in there with that aggression. And you just saw that. in that. the in same that war, mindset
1: it? I do. You have the hmm. same mindset I do. People be like, I don't, I don't think about, I don't think about winning. I said, I don't think about losing. I just put it in my mind. I say, get it done. And when mm-hmm. I have that put in my mind, I'm going to get it done one word and not, And I'm happy with whatever the result would be. But it's like, you and you understand that. I think you understand that most of the people I've been around, because when I talk about, oh, man, mental's nothing, I say, um, believe me, if, you, if all you are, I have a friend that's on Instagram. He, Talks it all the time, trained football player. He said, Y'all caught up on that physicality. said so you need that mental. Because when I'm putting you through a workout, that physicality is not what's gonna get you through my workout. Mm. You know, that's why I build the mental because your your body gonna be telling you, that then it's gonna register in your mind. And then you gotta just register in your mind. You gotta get it done. And in that, and the beauty of that too is. What you do with your adapted athletes, because I tell people, you can't treat anybody different. You just know that you might have to train them different, but you don't treat them any different. Mm. You have that same mindset. You, you're going to get it done. I'm not going to feed to you that you can't do it. No. And I tell people that. They would get mad at me, and I'm like, nope, I'm never going to tell you. You can get it done. You got to believe that you can get it done because I'm Mm. not going to tell you that you can't get it done. Because like you said, I've seen myself in so many situations where I stop myself before I go to that place. Like, nope, we got we got we got things to do. Let's figure out how we're going to get it done. Mm. And I teach that to my athletes and they appreciate that for me because they'd be like, coach, I didn't think I was going to make. I said, I know you was going to make it it's just because I put that in you, you got to believe in yourself because there's just days that you're going to come and train. And I'm sure you've had those days. You're going to come those days when you don't really feel like training, but you still know you need to get your best, Mm. you know, and not just say, well, I'm going to just do this because I tell people that is how you get injury. And sometimes Craig, I'll tell people, if you're really feeling not training, and you don't got it, stay home. Stay home and get your mind right. Because that's Mm. when you will come and have an injury, when you're not focused. Mm. So if you're not really focused, I'm a firm believer. Stay home, work it out, whatever's going on in your head, and then show back up next day and work out. And say, if you're feeling that strong, don't show because that's how injuries happen when you... And like you say, and I've seen so many people get careless. You don't get care, careless with heavy weight because heavy weight ain't got no conscience. Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, heavy, weight, you... heavy weight and gravity. is going to be your enemy if you're not focused.
1: Yeah, so clear mm. your I've mind. Seen it, I've, seen,
0: I've, seen, I've seen it happen and my, myself, like... We, we've, we you've probably had them conversations with yourself in your head, like when you're training. Like the other day, I done quite a tough workout, and in my head, I was thinking, you know what, this is hard. I should just stop. Like, no one's gonna really notice. Like, I just could just stop the workout now and I can relax because my body, everything in my body, is telling me to stop. Like, it's hard. We don't, we don't want to be in that stressful situation. But it's in conversations and it's in moments that you have to have. And that's what we do as a coach. Essentially, we're having them conversations with people while they're training. Um, whereas uh, sometimes we don't have that. It's just a conversation in our head when we're training. We're like, right, you've got to keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, and the one thing for me is I know that the, uh, when I get to the end of that workout, am I going to be happy with myself that I've stopped or that I've continued? I know that if I stopped halfway through that workout, I'm, I'm going to be pissed at myself all day. Whereas if I don't and I'll push all the way to the end and I know I gave it my all, I'm going to be happy Uh, regardless of what time I've got or what weight I lifted or if I beat anyone else in the workout. I know that if I've given it my all and continued throughout that workout and not stopped that, um, that I'm going to know that I've achieved my goal. That's true. So yeah, I think I think we're definitely uh we're definitely on the, the same the same wavelength here, Dwayne, hundred percent.
1: No, it does it's good. You don't you don't is funny that you just don't find many you don't find many individuals like that and people laugh at me. Well, just because we all are trainers don't mean we're all gonna follow the, the the same path. I just know that um I know what's right, I know what's wrong, and my goal is is to help each and every one of my clients or athletes get get good, and I always have to reach everybody on a different level. You know, I reach people where they're at. And, and, I, and that's one of the most important things that I really try to tell people when they come train with me, this is where you're at. Don't look at where they're at. That's where you can be one day don't use that as a way to stop you from coming to train or be like, oh man, because I I always try to tell people because I know there's so many gyms and personal trainers out there that and it's true that they expect when that person comes through the door to do the work of a person in a 10 years. And I tell people. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to put that kind of stress on an individual because it's like what you just said. I tell people most of the people that are in the videos have been with me. I got three guys that have been with me a decade. You know, it's like, but it took them time. And this is just to show you if you decide that you want to. If you decide that you want to go that far, this this can be you if this is something that you decide you want to do. But I tell people, I don't put this on anybody when they come in to train with me. Come in, and let's focus on where you want to be. If you decide, like, you really love this training, and you want to challenge yourself every day, then then, then let's do that. Then let's do that, and then you can see, just think where you be. A year from now, and then the next thing, two years from now, it's like, Mm -hmm. let's just, let's just focus on this and don't, don't, don't worry about competing with other people. And I think that the most important thing is, I think a lot of people get intimidated because, you know, I'm physically challenged and I'm training people, but at the end of the day, if you really think of me like that, then you don't really need to come train with me because I'm just Mm -hmm. doing my job you're paying me money to do my job. Mm. So if I don't do my job right, then you shouldn't be paying me. And I always try to tell people, Craig, this is not a hobby for us. This is a living. Mm. Might be a hobby for you. It might just be something that you wanna do for fun, but this is what we do for a living. So when you go to work and you're a secretary, you're gonna do your best work every day is you want to keep that job. So as a coach, I'm going to do my best work every day because that's my job. But if any way you feel intimidated or you tend, there's so many other trainers. And people get mad when I say that. But no, I'm not the only trainer that's good at what I do. It's just I might not be for you. so. If Mm -hmm. I'm not for you, that's okay. You know, we we have to learn that. I'll even direct them towards other trainers. God, think we should, I really believe, whether people believe it or not, I really believe we should be, like, helping each other more than trying to hinder each other. Mm Because if I have a person that's not good for me, but he fits your category, say, hey, Craig, I'm sending somebody over to you because I think you guys would be a perfect fit. I'm not mm. caring about where the money's going. I'm caring the fact that this individual is going to go over to you, and they're going to get the training that they need, that they mm. couldn't get with me. And we need to start being like that. Like, if they're really wanting to train and you can't help them, and you know somebody help them, can help them, then, then send them over there. This this, this personal training stuff has gotten so Crazy now to me is like, you You speak to somebody now, they'd be like, um, well, I don't really want to tell you about. It. Well, I'll learn about it one way or another. Let's let's share knowledge to make each other better. Because I, I always tell people, when they mess with me, no, I don't know everything. I I, I I mean, I can tell you a lot of things that you probably don't know. But there's probably some things that you can tell me that I don't know, mm. that'll help me be better. So it's like it's a, we just we we our libraries grow, but we can keep growing. Hmm. And that's what I try to tell people. We, we, we can have books. And I think that's great with earlier what you're saying about the personal, the way you're doing it, because I think it's important to know the anatomy. That's something I knew when I was young. I used said people ask me, Greg, what's this? Then I explain it to them. They look at me like, well, you ask me a question. I try to make sure that I can answer it. And if I can't, I'll go research it and come back and tell you. Mm. Either way, if I don't know, I'm going to go find out. Because mm. you need to know. what. Because a lot of people, it's funny you say that. A lot of people want to know what's going on with their bodies. How many, I know there's quite a few trainers that probably can't even tell them that tell you how to do a, a bicep curl but tell you why it does what it does mm. i think that's good you have programs like that because i learned about the muscles and everything and i tell people why you need to do this and they're looking at me like that's why i retain so many clients because i actually explain to them while i'm training them why we're doing this exercise mm. not just making them do that exercise and then when they i tell them they understand, and then they really focus on trying to work that muscle because I've explained to them what that exercise does. So it, it's important mm. that it's important for us to educate our oh, our yes. clients, and that that's good. You're doing that.
0: Yeah, I think that's um, it's key. Yeah, letting them. Letting people know why why we're doing certain things rather than just set some reps because other than that we're just shouting at them and saying, do 10 of these, do 20 of these, and they have no idea. <laughs> <why they're> doing... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listen, listen, Dwayne, thank you so much for coming on today. Um I want to uh, thank
1: you for having where, me. Where, where can people
0: find you? Um, what's your Instagram handle? Um, have you got a website or anything that people can come over and see what you're doing? Check out your stuff.
1: Yeah, well, you know, my my Instagram, you know the Instagram dot com slash monster m o n s t a method and then um i also they can find me on um facebook i have a um face uh business page um it's monster monster warrior or or, or they can find me by my Dwayne Stevenson, they can find me on um, Facebook. And then normally when they link up with me there, Mm -hmm. I have a private group and then I have my um, business page. So I have a private group where I come in at least every other day and share workouts, share knowledge. So it's it's a great opportunity where they can, um, you know, they can keep up with me and um, everybody's free to, message me I, I answer my um messages you know share the knowledge i appreciate that's, you for having me on this that's one. what it's all about you, know, I, I, appreciate I, you I appreciate you coming on yeah my first podcast <laughs> <laughs> hopefully
0: hopefully of <have> many more <laughs> yeah listen i'd love to have, i'd love to have you on again um again in the future obviously once you've uh yeah once, you, once my you've pleasure. started traveling once you've started traveling the world and you've uh, you've done a few lectures and you know, and uh, hopefully I've come and saw some of them lectures as well. Especially if you come to England, do let me know if you come to England. Yeah, that's
1: my uh, one would... of my dreams is to come <laughs> to come over there. Now I know you, so now I got a reason to come well,
0: through. I'm I'm about twenty minutes twenty minutes out from London, so uh, if you ever go to London, then uh, I can always get the train down. It's not too far away.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Dwayne, thank you so much for coming on and uh, take care. You too. Keep up your good work, man. Keep up your good work.
1: Thank you. You as well.
0: Thanks, buddy. Cheers. Right, cheers.